What is up, you guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Sunset Drive. I am Anthony Smith, and on this side of the internet, I like to have old and new friends from the entertainment industry. Come on, share some stories, share some laughs, have a good time. So if that sounds like a sweet time to you, then you might want to keep listening. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> I hope you like the little intro there. Um, <laughs> today we have on the show a dancer actress performer vocal powerhouse queer icon fashion icon if you're wondering see what i did there mm -hmm. when she'd come on then today is the day everyone welcome to the show the high priestess of east high miss julia lester <laughs> Net proceeds from this episode will directly benefit the Actors Fund. Make sure you check out the description below and click on their website to find out more. Hello! Wow, that was truly the best introduction ever. Um, yeah. Those were the, wow, thank you so much for that insane high praise. Of course. I mean, <laughs> praise needed to... And I was serious about the fashion stuff. Girl, you have insane style. Like, we need to go on a shopping spree after this because oh, I've been wearing sweats for 2020. Please. Oh, yes. me too. I'm literally wearing yoga pants um, with this, but thank you so much. Oh, see, like business on top, <laughs> casual on the bottom. Of course, you have to. You have to, definitely. <laughs> um, I have to say, though, before we start anything, I think you're incredible. Like, I, w the, during the quarantine, I have uh, some of my friends are on the show, Julie and the Phantoms, which is a Kenny project. Mm -hmm. And um, we were kind of like looking at High School Musical because, of course, there was a lot of talks about it in January. And she was like, I've never seen the show before. And I was like, oh, you need to watch it. Um, and I started like trying to get her on it. And then the one thing I did is I pulled out my phone and I was just kind of like, OK, listen to this song, which was wondering. And she was like, what? And I was like, I know. I know. And she was Thank hooked. You. Like, of course. And of course, the Hanukkah song for holiday, my friend is Jewish. <laughs> she was living for it. She was like, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. My goodness. That's so sweet. Thank you. Just throwing um, you flowers, hyping you up. Thank you. I know. I've, I've, it's still weird that people, um, you know, can be introduced to the show through music. They don't even have to watch it in order to, like, you know, get into it. And the f I've never recorded music before this show before. So. Um, just to hear you say that is, is really cool because it's totally of different course. for me. Isn't it crazy though, like hearing, because when you record, I don't know if people I've ever recorded at home, like in a studio, you kind of hear yourself while you're singing and it's something that you've never really experienced before. It's kind of wild. So Yeah, um... it, and terrifying and so nerve wracking. <laughs> um, and I still, I mean, you know, two whole seasons later and, and two whole seasons worth of music later, I still get so freaked out when I go in the studio, but it's, you know, we have such supportive people there, so it always ends up working out, but it's still a, a totally crazy new thing for me. It's wild, but you've done it so beautifully. The song is amazing. So I just want to say before we start getting into anything, uh, some of the proceeds from this episode are going to go directly to the actors funds. Uh, we're doing that with the whole high school musical cast. Uh, obviously Incredible. COVID has been a little, hard uh, for performers out there especially people out there in new york for broadway so we just wanted to find a way to give back so share this video with your friends and let's make as much um as much coin for the actors out there that's um, amazing struggling of course yeah. so first things first julia mental health checkup how are we doing how are oh you feeling oh my gosh that's so nice i'm yes. i'm doing well i'm feeling very hopeful i am um, I'm fully vaccinated, which feels yes. so great. I'm so, so grateful for science. And mm -hmm. um, I think, you know, things are looking up and um, yeah, I'm just, yeah. The, the, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Good. Of course. I'm doing great. Of course. You know, it was my birthday yesterday, I turned 21. Oh my gosh. Um, happy belated. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you. Welcome to the 21 club. That's exciting. Yep. I'm just here. I'm here. <gasps> Yes. Yeah, I've been in Montreal for like a couple of like the last two years now. So I, I don't get to experience like going out in in the States. But as soon as we can, watch out. Yes. Watch out. Yes. yes. We'll go together because I haven't been yet. <gasps> I haven't done anything. Get together. So let's yes. do it together. Let's go out. Okay. Yeah, so we have perfect. plans after this. Cute. We do. 
(laughs) (laughs) So before we jump into the gig and really jump into High School Musical, the musical, the series, that's a mouthful, season two, (laughs) um, I I just think it's incredible because when I looked back at your resume, obviously a lot of people know you as like a fresh face from High School Musical, the musical, the series, but... Julia has been in the game for a while. She's been doing this for a hot minute. You know, she got the credits going. She got she got experience <laughs> under her belt. Um, you know, you've which all the with all the performing arts type that you've done. You know, you've done voice acting, stage acting, you've done TV and film. What form of like performing arts do you think has been the most quintessential in figuring out how you want to exist, like in the entertainment industry moving forward? Because you kind of touched everything. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. I really appreciate how you phrased that question. That's. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. Because, cause, you know, usually it's like, what's your favorite one? And it's like, how yeah. do I pick? So, so to, to put it that way is, is, is makes so much more sense. Um, Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, of course. I mean, I I grew up primarily doing musical theater, mm. and I always, you know, auditioned on the side and, and did and did um, commercials as a kid, and and watched yeah. my dad um, work on sets growing up. So I always like was sort of around television, and film, but theater was really kind of my main focus. And then when I got into high school, I really started like truly auditioning for TV shows and starting to. Um, experience that side of performing and Mm -hmm. that was like so eye-opening for me and I always I I never was like not interested in that or Mm. only interested in theater I had just never really thought about it in this like where I am now in this like scheme of things so like yeah yeah I would say like screen acting has really I've really just I oh my god I'm so in love with it and I I'm so grateful that High School Musical is a television show, but it also incorporates theater, which I grew up loving and doing. So yeah, yeah, a dream job for any theater nerds out there, for yeah. sure, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Now you've touched on your dad. Your dad is like an icon in TV. Like you guys may like Lauren Lester. If you know the name, great. If you don't know the name, you know his performances. Like if we're looking at kind of the audience of High School Musical. You might know him from Good Luck Charlie. You might know him from uh, Victorious as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys don't know from Good Luck Charlie, he was that like super funny dad of Gabe's girlfriends, and like he kind of brought him over, and he was like super clingy. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and of course, uh, your grandfather was an icon as well. Um, by the way, I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, he was amazing um, at what he did. What do you think having like all these men as your inspiration has done? For you moving uh, forward in the acting career, on how do you define success from being around such successful men on your all your life? Wow, that's yeah, it's it's been really cool, and and actually both sides of my family um, are, are performers as well. My mom's also an amazing performer, and wow. my grandmother, and um, yes. and my dad's side of the family as well. So it's it's really um, the whole family tree. But but yeah, like watching. Um, you know, like when you when you say like bring your kid to work day or whatever, yeah. my dad would you know take me to um, Universal Studios for a commercial shoot, and I would like see how sets worked and like yeah. you know growing up watching him work so hard. I mean, my grandfather too, but my grandfather was like primarily. I wouldn't say retired, but mm. did less work, obviously, when I was born. He was, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's an older dude, but... Um, retired, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my but my dad, you know, was was working my whole life and then continues to work. And, um, you know, I it just... I couldn't have asked for a better role model to watch growing up because he mm. taught me what it means to, to be a hard worker and be a professional on set and to be grateful and gracious for every opportunity and every person that's involved and... Um, you know, something that's really awesome about the high school musical like set is that we're really known for being a really warm and welcoming and loving environment. And that's something that I think, um, I mean, I think all it comes by nature to all of us just because we're all like, you know, fun, friendly people. people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, I can, I can look at my dad and and grandpa and, and other family members that, that have worked growing up and see how, see how, kind and professional and wonderful they are and 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 where that takes you and and you know the the connections you make and the people that that you know want to be friends with you and want to work with you because of it and it and it's Mm. you know um yeah so yeah it's been it's it was really cool having that support and having that to look up to while growing up i love that i love that 
Now, High School Musical, the musical, the series, literally a dream for any theater kid. By the way, theater kids, um, I sent Larry a cute little sweater that said theater kid. I don't I know saw, if you saw it. I did. <laughs> he was so cute in it. I I'm couldn't... so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> like, he came on and he was like, I was wearing it and he was like, is that the merch from like Colleen Ballinger? I, I know. Like, yeah. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I designed it. He was like, no way, really? And I was like, yeah. I'll send you one. Oh I'll my send God. you one as well, for sure. Please, I'll... please, I would cry. I will send you one for sure. Right now it's also, sold like, out. That's, but... yeah. Okay. Well, that's amazing. Um, yeah. yeah. Theater kids were... to the bags. <laughs> you were about to say something. <laughs> I, like, I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Oh, what? You were about to say something, and I think I got you. I oh, no, you off. I think I'm just freaking out about how, <laughs> I don't know. You, yeah. you, you okay. and Larry have matching merch, and I want some. I think that's... God, I will hook you up. <laughs> okay, we cool. Some new stuff coming out. <laughs> yes, come on. Nobody left behind in this in this world, no. Oh, also, I wanted yeah. to um, point out the amazing artwork that you did last year when the show came out, the in and out like yeah. scene of all of us yeah, sitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, you used my absolute favorite Ashlyn outfit, so yep. thank you for that. Of course. And also, it remains one of my favorite pieces of art that has been made for the show to this day. And no you're way. amazing. And when I made that connection that that was made by you, I, uh, I freaked out. So you're just so talented. That means the world <laughs> to me. Like, I was so funny. Um, I just love art. And obviously, like, when you work in entertainment and stuff, you don't get to do it as much as you want. So I'm like, sure. every show that I watch, I'm like, let me just draw this. Let me just. I love that. And I was like, I remember like when I was a theater kid, like back in high school, because obviously now I don't get to do it as much. Um, I would always go like to Denny's or IHOP or In-N-Out after performance. I was like, oh, I need to have them like eating eating In-N-Out or something. It like, is on a perfect. Table. Yeah. Yes. Literally I'm glad, so I'm glad perfect. That we, we see alike like that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's perfect. You. It is the perfect like post opening night theater yeah. kid scene. Obsessed. Yeah. yeah. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not as becoming best friends. Okay. Oh my um, god! Right now. <laughs> right now. In this literally. second. Um. So, like we mentioned, you know, kind of doing uh, a High School Musical has kind of definitely it gives you the, the the rush of being a theater kid, but also kind of the security and stability of being on TV. Because obviously, um, if you guys know what it's like to do a performance, you know, eight times a week, it is it is a lot. You know, um, with High School Musical, you kind of get to do it like over the, the span of like a couple of months and you see your cast every day and all that stuff. Um, how was it like getting the part of Ashlyn for the show? Because I know, you know, Disney and their process of casting, they always make sure that they have the right people on their team. So how was that like for you? Um, really special. Like you said, Disney makes sure that they always are casting the right people and they really take their time finding the right people for the right projects. So yeah. at that point... I had been auditioning for Disney since I was like 12 or 13 and I had wow. gone in, you know, uh, you know, um, for, for a lot of their different projects and had an amazing time doing it and always felt so loved and encouraged by everybody, but they just yeah. never were the right thing, which is totally fine. And that's how it happens. And, yeah. um, so after so many years of, I mean, the team at Disney basically watched me grow up from preteen yeah. to 18 when I booked the show. So um, it was really special and like to feel the love and support throughout mm. all the years from Disney and then to finally like be a part of the Disney family um, after that was just really fulfilling. And especially this show, every I mean, <clears throat> I'm not going to say everything happens for a reason. I think that's a broad statement, but I think a lot mm. of things happen for a reason. And clearly High School Musical was you know, the, I was just waiting for that moment to come. So I think when the show, when when I got the audition, it was kind of like, this feels really right. And if mm. it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So I just, um, you know, did my best and, and really felt like this was the one for me. And it um, just felt really supported from everybody. And um, yeah, when I finally got it, it was, it's a, it's a tough process. It's a lot of waiting and not knowing. Yeah. So when I finally found out, it was, it was really wonderful. And I could not have asked for a better project to be a part of. That's amazing. What was your audition song? Oh, um, that's funny. I, so there's um, <laughs> three different ones. Okay, okay. Um, because they were trying to, you know, figure out Ashlyn's vibe. Um, mm -hmm. So I came in with Mama Knows Best by Jessie J., which is just, um, ah, yes. I was just like, 
powerhouse belt mm-hmm. like why not scare him a little right off the bat you know yeah um so turns out that ashlyn's vibe was a little bit more singer songwritery so then i ended up singing um oh i think i think tim was looking at my resume and he saw that i was a part of a production of secret garden a couple years ago and he was like can oh. you sing the song that you sang in secret garden but as a little bit more singer songwritery and i was like sure and i did mm-hmm. that and it was like we were getting there and he was like do you know like sarah Bareilles? like that's kind of the vibe and i was like do i know sarah Bareilles? she's my idol (laughs) my everything um so then i was like yes i know sarah Bareilles." so then i sang gravity um by her and then tim was like that's the one so i want you to come back and and use that one for your whatever so (laughs) there were a lot of options before we got there but (laughs) but you got there we got the part that's all that matters yeah we we booked it See? And that's what I love. Tim Tim knew that that mm-hmm. he just needed to to chisel away the the extreme theater that I was um exuding and be like yeah. a little bit more pop singer songwritery. Yeah. We got there. So <laughs> but I'm glad you're able to jump through the style cuz a lot of people like they have their style and they have a hard time straying away from it, but you I mean Yeah. I, I, Thank I, I, you. I mean this course. this show like really opened up like the world of pop music to me i had never really been interested in singing it before or performing mm. it before mm-hmm. and like i remember like at my the recording session for wondering like the um you know the, the team was like try to try to make it a little bit more pop sounding and they helped me work through it to give more of a pop voice so mm-hmm. the show has actually helped me find that side of my voice but yeah um it, it just felt really nice that they but they they knew it was there. They just I needed a little bit of yeah. help to get there. Yeah, like chisel, <laughs> find the pop girl down there. She was like, exactly. You know, it's there. You know it's there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So high school musical, the musical this season two obviously has different stakes i think than season one because when you were kind of filming season one nobody knew of the show yeah they knew it was happening but obviously a lot of plots of a, a series version of the of the original movies had been like released so we kind of didn't know exactly where it was gonna go and now it has like a core fan base you guys uh obviously filmed the show over the span of two years because of covid obviously now we have like charting artists on the charts right now in the cast uh, new cast members a new musical did you kind of feel the stakes change with season two or did like funneling enough kind of like within the rumbling of the world around the show like there was a sense of normalcy with east high like it just felt like going to work and like seeing your friends yeah that's a really cool way to put it because it, it was like that you know despite all of the adapting that we had to do to Mm -hmm. you know with everything i mean our our main priority coming back was to be safe so whatever that meant you know we 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 went through it and and figured out you know new ways to to go about creating the show that was still as magical as season one but had healthy and safe people behind the scenes so yeah um yeah so as much as we had to adapt and change to you know, whatever was going on around us and wearing masks and shields and, Mm -hmm. you know, staying six feet apart and maybe not hanging out as much on the weekends as we would like to, you know, we did Mm -hmm. everything that we could to be safe. So, um, yeah, as much as, as that happened, we still like, it felt like the same family as before. Exactly. Like you said, going to work every day was the same fun, joyous adventure that it always was. And the show doesn't reflect any of the weird protocols that we were doing behind the scenes. It still has the same heart and the same soul as last season. And if anything, we, we grew to appreciate and love each other more. Um, I'm sure Larry even touched on this, like, you know, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Through, through everything. And we got even closer than we were and um learned found a new appreciation for each other and a new love for each other and so if anything that will resonate more on screen than any of the you know stuff that was going on behind the scenes love that i do and i heard that uh the protocol for cleaning was insane apparently like smoke machines were involved or fog machines or something oh did you hear about that i don't know about that i do know that they had like um our our covid safety team sometimes we would have people running around with these little like um they would have like gloves on and the mask and the shield and they would have these like spray guns that had like this um uh uh d like sanitizing mist that would come out of it yeah so it looked a little like futuristic like a little like (laughs) i don't know galactic whatever i don't know about smoke machines but i'm sure that they had they had some sort of filtration system so it might have it probably was that for sure (laughs) 
And like, were you allowed to like hang? Like, or was it kind of like that situation where you film your scene, gotta go, or were you kind of allowed to like stick around and obviously socially distance, but hang out and watch other people do their scenes right after they were done? Yeah, it it really depended on who was on set that day. So mm. usually with big group scenes, it's a lot harder to kind of hang out just because there's a lot Capacity. of us in, a, in small rooms. Yeah, and, and when you yeah. think about it, there's not only just the cast, but there's a whole crew behind the camera that also mm -hmm. has to work safely. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it I think it it depended, but um, there were never any moments where we felt like so isolated from each other we can't even talk yeah or hang out. Uh, we still had a lot of freedom to to be with each other just in a safe way <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean you gotta stay safe y'all now let me paint you a picture okay i did the same game with larry Ooh. okay we just wrapped uh uh a day on set okay we're kind of like all walking to our cars everybody's mm -hmm. looking cute they're talented everybody's like kind of going <laughs> home yes and then somebody goes up and it's just like hey guys we should do something tonight you know we should we just hang out what is the hangout? Whose apartment is it popping at? Because I love friends. Ooh. In my head, I'm like, okay, whose apartment is is it going at? Um, sure. And like pre-COVID and post-COVID, because I'm assuming those are two different kind of vibes. Yes. Okay. Well, pre-COVID was, I don't think we really ever went over to people's places last season. Except for, I mean, we would do game nights. But we, mm. um, Matt and I lived in the same apartment Complex? building yeah yeah last season for season okay. one and we had like a community room downstairs that had like a big projector and cool seats that's where we would primarily go last year there was there was a sushi place that we would stop at and all get food together and then yes. um we would go do game night or we also loved the movies so hopefully when movies are back open and if yeah. we get more seasons we can <laughs> we can go frequent the utah yeah. i know thank you yeah. um mm -hmm. crossing my toes too down here um <laughs> we can yeah we can go back to the movies because we would do that like every weekend we used to go to the movies a lot oh um, yeah, and then this this season was very different, but I think that most of our social time as a whole group was um, mm. during lunch while we were filming. Never really um, was different in any way, so we still yeah. got to be really social and hang out on set. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit harder to get together outside of work just because you never know what can happen, and we just needed to be safe. So yeah, yeah, you gotta put all the all the chances on our side. I I love that you talk about lunch because I think like. Around January, you guys posted like a little story where you're all at lunchtime talking about like whose holiday song was it around January or December? I don't remember. But you guys yeah, were kind of like all around the table and being like, oh, "This is my favorite song from." I think it was the holiday. The, yeah, the yeah, special. yeah, yeah. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you definitely felt like it was like a cafeteria table back in high school. You're just oh. like sitting with all your friends. And yeah, like, and yeah. like you know, <laughs> grapes are flying. People yeah. are like, pass the, <laughs> pass the mustard, and people yeah. are screaming and laughing. Yeah, it's the mm -hmm. best. <laughs> I love the vibe. I yeah. love the vibe. This time around, the musical is Beauty and the Beast. You know, uh, in episode two, the episode is called uh, Typecasting, which for people who kind of don't really know what typecasting is, when you're an actor and you go to an agent or a casting director, they ask you a lot of the time, what's your type? And you kind of explain like, I'm a boy next door. I'm a leading man. I'm a this, I'm a that. By the way, Julia, what, what's your type when you, you go into mm. auditions? What's my type? I would say, um, I don't know. I don't know. Usually it goes, it goes two ways. I'm either, yeah. I either do a lot of like, um, oh my gosh, like queer Midwestern kind of yes. farmer types, like yes. a little bit rugged, or I do like the quirky fun best friend type. Um, but yeah, those are like, yeah, I guess that that's what I usually would would be called in for. But yeah. Love it. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the point of like typecasting a lot of the time when you do a lot of the same roles for a really long time, then it's hard for casting directors or agents to see you as anything else but. And I think I hope typecasting is about Ashlyn. I really do. I really, <laughs> really do. Um, but did having an episode like that kind of open conversation on set with you guys and kind of talking about typecasting and and because I, I, we can see from the promo shoots, you know, it seems like a, a girl power kind of episode. Like all the girls seem mm. to be like, I'm assuming they're they're going out for the parts of Beauty and the Beast. Um, so, yeah. How, did, did you guys have any conversation about it on set? And uh, who I, I know you can't say who got the role of Belle, but do you think <laughs> people will be happy with who got the role of Belle? Yeah, I um, 
I think typecasting is something that we have all experienced as actors. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we've, we've definitely been able to relate to each other and kind of lean on each other for support if, um, you know, through, um, you know, times that we felt put in a box or typecast mm. or in, in, in any way. So, um, yeah, there was definitely there was definitely some conversation about that. And and it's a continued dialogue that we have. I think it's a it's a yeah. topic that comes up, you know, when we're talking about auditions or, or working or just being an actor. And it's a very mm-hmm. relevant um, sometimes. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes not the most positive thing or mm. um you know, so it's it's always good to, to be surrounded by actors who have all experienced that before. So there was definitely conversation about it. And um, I think that the that the casting of the show within the show will um, I think it'll I think it'll be really nice and and, and um, breathe breathe life in, into the show and, and make people kind of speculate what's going to what's going to happen for the series. Yeah, because I think like as soon as you guys announced uh, Beauty and the Beast, a lot of people were like speculating. Well, I think she's going to be Belle, and I think she's got you know, and Plumet right. and all that. So, so I think it's going to yeah. be exciting for people to find out who got the parts. Yeah, you know? and the the, the it, we've known for a while, so long. So the <laughs> anticipation, like the yeah, I wish that I could just you know shout mm-hmm. it from the rooftops, but. Um, yeah, it's just been, been such a long time. We're all bursting at the seams. Um, so yeah, it'll be fun. We all know though that Carlos is Lumiere. We saw the clip candlestick. So that's all we know for now. Mm. Y'all just have to tune in. (laughs) Tune in. Come on. Tune in. There you go. (laughs) So do you think Beauty and the Beast, uh, is as essential to the storyline of, uh, season two as High School Musical was to season one? Because season one definitely kind of the plot from High School Musical was kind of like baked into the plot of uh, season one with a little bit like Ricky kind of not knowing, like, I don't do musical, I don't do any of that stuff. Sure, yeah. Do you think yeah. the Beast has a little bit of like that spice going on um, in season I, two? I think it has even more to do with the show than High School wow. Musical had to do with season one. I mean, don't get me wrong, we will never like leave the world of High School Musical. We go to East High, we live in Utah. Yeah. It, you know, it's what started our show. We all love it as, you know, the characters love it. Miss Jen's obsessed with High School Musical. So mm-hmm. there's never any way High School Musical won't be a part of our show. But right. um, yeah, I mean, now that the trailer is out, we can talk about how there's like this rivalry going on with North High, which, yep. um, you know, and so the show portion of, like the musical portion of, our show, I say show yeah. so many times. There's so many layers. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. The musical the part. The yeah. yeah, exactly. The show within the show part yeah. is is more of a, a I guess a bigger plot line than last year, just because we have um, more characters that are involved, and mm. um, it's kind of more of the driving storyline for us as a collective. We all kind of have storylines that that branch off in our own right, but yeah. but as a as a group, I would say the theater kids collectively are going through this competition together. So if anything, it has more to do with the show than last season, which is my favorite part. I mean, like yeah. anytime we get to talk about theater or we're in a rehearsal setting in the show or we're mm. singing or making theater jokes or Anything that has to do with theater, those are my favorite moments. So the fact that this season was even more abundant with those was was really exciting. Well, I love that. I really, I'm super pumped for season two. Uh, Larry kept uh, insisting on like, oh, you guys are not ready. This is no. like such a level up from season one. I'm like, mm-hmm. how? How? But yeah. I'm ready to be surprised. I'm ready yeah. to be surprised for sure. Yeah. Now, like we mentioned, we talked to Larry and Larry said that it was kind of a fun thing because you guys, you guys, your characters were left off on a little cliffhanger last season. Yes, I was very much surprised, very much living for it. <laughs> um, yep. And, you know, you guys in season two, uh, we see we saw little clips, you know, you guys are seeing looking at each other across the room. We have that little promo of the FaceTime call going on. Uh, Big Red is freaking out. I think he's definitely freaking out. Um, but Larry kind of explained that it was fun to have you as like a scene partner and kind of navigating what it's like to be in love in high school and be like those little relationships going on. And I want to know, like, what do you think you need to have in your performance in order to make a high school crush or high school love story feel accurate to the people at home? Ooh, um, wow. That's interesting. I don't know. I, high school relationships man i don't think there's any right way to play it and i think that that's probably what i use most is Mm. is 
reminding myself that this relationship and all the relationships, mm. none of them are perfect. And, you know, it's, it's kind of, it, I, I get very, sometimes I get very nervous on set before scenes, especially mm. if it's um, like a one-on-one scene or, you know, yeah. I, there's not a lot of people around. I have a, I got, I got a lot of nerves built up <laughs> in me. So, um, you know, sometimes those nerves help because you have to, I have to remind myself like Ashlyn is probably freaking out inside too, talking to mm-hmm. a boy that she's, you know, she's never really done this before. So yeah. Um, yeah, using my nerves in real life to an advantage and also like reminding myself that nothing is perfect. And so, yeah. um, yeah, keeping that in mind and and having Larry as a scene partner, having someone so connected and so engaging to work mm. off of is also, I mean, makes the job 50 times better. So, um, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Good scene partners always make the job easier for sure. Oh, exactly. It's all for about sure. the energy that you feed off of and the energy that you give off and um, yeah. yeah, that's why I love this cast so much because it's like if I'm ever paired with anybody for a scene, I'll always know that I'm going to feel supported. And um, yeah, so it's yeah, it's a good cast. Love that period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what I love so much about your character in season one, and I think what made her so interesting um, writing wise, you got to give props to the writers, is I think the way that she carries herself is with so much like security and confidence, but also she gives out this energy that she doesn't really care how she's received. Like, of course she's a kind person and she's, she's, she's honestly, you know, she has Gina move in with her. Like she's, she's, she's a nice girl. You know what I mean? But she definitely has this essence that she's kind of like, I'm marching through life and I don't really like pay a lot of attention to what people think of that. And I think that's what contrasts so well off of EJ because EJ is so concerned with how he's perceived and so so concerned within himself. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what made the storyline with, Uh, Big Red so sweet is I think like she doesn't expect praise she doesn't expect to be thrown flowers and like you know all those things I think when Big Red starts being really sweet to her she's kind of like what is this she seems shocked every time she's like like she looks at him like so intently like did you just compliment me it's so sweet Um, so what do you think people can expect from Ashlyn moving forward with the show? Do you think her personality changed a little bit from season one? Um, and what can people expect for Big Red and Ashlyn's relationship? Yeah, well, um, thank you. I, first of all, that's really cool that that's like, that's what, um, you were, yeah, yeah. that's, that's what's being, um, Oh my God, what's the word? That's what you felt from, from the performance. That's really wonderful. (laughs) Thanks. I love speaking English. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, I, I think it'll be really interesting. Season two picks off, picks off, picks up basically Mm -hmm. right after opening night of, of high school musical. So we, we begin basically right where we left off. So, so as of right now, Ashlyn's pretty much the same. Mm. She's definitely changed from this night that she had with Big Red and this moment that she had. Mm -hmm. So from this point forward, I don't think she could ever be the same from that, but, um, she's, she's this enough of the same person to, to make the storyline make sense that it's, that it's basically right after that happened. So I'm just excited for people to see the journey that she goes on because, um, I think there's going to be a lot of things that will surprise the audience or not surprise the audience or Mm. um yeah i think it'll all be really up to interpretation and um i've barely seen the show so i'm excited to even see how ashlyn is is portrayed because i don't know (laughs) i mean you portrayed her like come on take credit like she's like yes i did that and i would do it again (laughs) yes yeah oh i will i'll do i would do it forever yeah Yeah, for sure (laughs) you mentioned interaction between the characters in the, in the first season, we of course, we saw a couple of them interact. Like we saw EJ with Gina, you know, Nini and Ricky. Are you excited for any other character pairing duos that might come up in, in yes. season two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's something that I think we all looked forward to as we got the scripts each week was like, mm. who's going to have a scene with who this week? Because yeah. you never know. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, the, the ones that you talked about that are kind of the set ones. Like, yeah. it makes sense for Ashlyn and EJ to have a scene, their yeah. cousins. Or, you know, when, when me and Larry started getting scenes together, we were like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to possibly be a couple in the show. So, these yeah, are, yeah, yeah. you know, so, <laughs> so this season to have different pairings that people wouldn't even think of was was Mm. really exciting and and um um some of yeah it's just really cool seeing how how everybody um 
is friends in the show and and we've all gone through a full show together now we've done high school musical so all of mm -hmm. these characters are, are pretty close and have this bond and um i think it'll be really exciting to see all these different pairings play out and um see who who becomes friends with who yeah ah, i'm so excited i'm yeah. so excited you guys are not <laughs> ready i'm not ready oh my gosh no no yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of big red and ashlyn there's been a debate. I asked people like, hey, send send us a questions. People were like, what's their ship name? And I'm like, I thought that was like established. Do you know what their ship name is? Yes. I, I don't know how these become official, but the right. one that I stick to the most is Redlin. I feel oh, like cute. Hash, yeah, hashtag Redlin is what I see most. Mm -hmm. And also that's the one that sounds the best. The other ones don't the really ash. sound yeah or like <laughs> rashlin like oh no, no none no, of no. that nope. so i think i think redlin has been the um the go-to <laughs> uh, redlin is pretty honestly yeah. i might charm that yeah redlin, redlin. oh yeah yeah right um and also from the, the the pictures that have been released from season two I am so pumped for the fashion because the fashion is giving me the fantasy this season. It is very much serving. Now, Ashlyn, kind of the first season, she had a little more of like the girl next door kind of look with the overall. She looks very sweet. And from what we've seen from season two, she has a little more of like a, a boss woman kind of vibe going mm. on with like the, Ooh, I the like suits. That. Yep, the boots a little bit. Yeah. Well, since I think Ashlyn, Ashlyn has loved a good blazer since season one. I remember True. like most of my promo picks that were released last season were were the blazer look. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think Ashton has always loved blazers, but I think she does move a little bit into more confident blazer look mm -hmm. this season. A little. Um, yeah, but while she can rock a blazer, she can also do like a boho, flowery, like whatever, mm. and also serve you like fur if she wanted to. So I, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> yeah. so I think this season, this season, um, yeah, the fashion game is on point. There's a lot of different styles that she that she goes through, but yeah, this season I think was was a was a step up. <laughs> we love the versatility. We really do. Yeah. Now, do you have any input on what she wears on the show? Um, yeah, I think our our team is always really collaborative. So mm. if if we have any feedback or if we're not comfortable or if mm -hmm. we want something, you know, sometimes I'll be like, can I like put a choker yeah. like with this look? And they'll be yeah. like, yeah, but um, it's really fun, like leaving that creative decision up to them because mm. it also filters through Tim and his eyes and how he wants the characters to look. So yeah. when I like leave that job up to them, obviously that's their job in the first place. But like when I leave most of the creative decision up to them or all of it, what am I saying? Mm. When I leave the creative decision up to them, it helps me find out like more about <laughs> Ashlyn and helps character, me discover yeah. more of her. Wow. Um, wow. We this got is there. good stuff. <laughs> yeah, there it's you okay. go. <laughs> Guys, it's a Tuesday, all right? Like, it's, oh a, it's a Tuesday. I know. Now, crazy. Now, <laughs> wondering, we need to talk about that song because I will be sending you the receipt from my therapy session after this. Okay? <laughs> did not need to hit that hard. Really did not need to hit that hard. Like, sending a lawsuit to both you and Olivia after this. <laughs> like, come on. The song was very much serving. Honestly, it was serving. She used to be mine from Waitress a little bit. Ooh. That's kind of the vibe that I was getting. Because, like, if you guys have seen Waitress, one of my personal favorites, mm -hmm. um, you know, Jenna is kind of, like, at her breaking point, And she's kind of, like, singing to the crowd how she has this blessing that she doesn't want. And she's like, what, like, what I would have become if it's, it's, it's insane. You guys should go check it out. It's such an insane song. And it's yeah. kind of giving me the same fantasy. So when you were talking about Sarah, Sarah Bareilles, when Tim was just like, do you know, Sarah? I was like, I can see why he said that. I can see yes. why he said that for yeah. sure. Now, season two, I heard the music was insane. A lot of originals, a lot of fun stuff happening. What are you excited for people to see about your involvement in um, the soundtrack of season two? Ooh, um, I think there's just more. I think yeah. everybody has had the opportunity this season to show off mm -hmm. their voice more in, in lots of different genres. So, you know, mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah. So that, that's what I'm excited about. And, and um, like we were talking about some, you know, maybe unlikely pairings this season mm -hmm. in scenes. There's also maybe some unlikely pairings within the music too. So I'm excited for, for all of it. And um I currently have the music and I can listen to it whenever I want. And it's kind of the best thing ever that I have all these secrets. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been bopping to the music. Send me for... the song right after. <laughs> like 
write the link on this paper. I won't tell anyone. Could you imagine? Write it right here. Um, <laughs> no. So, so I've been just bopping to the songs for so long now that they have to come out before I explode with them. So they're so good. Mm. And um, yeah, very, very different from last season, but still the same awesome vibe that we that we have from before. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. if I ever, like, we had to pick a game for the episode, um, but if I ever have you back on, we need to play a game where I'll give you, like, some random pop song and you'll have to turn it into a power ballad. Oh my goodness. That, that would, would be, be so... That would be amazing, but so scary. But I want to come back, so yes, we'll do it. Yeah, okay, we'll do it for sure. Because I, I wanted to do it, but I was like, what if she doesn't know those songs? Like, this kind of has to be like pre-planned. Well, but... that's what that's what I'm nervous about. I don't know a lot of pop music, so exactly. it could be really tragic. But I'm 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 down to give it a shot. <laughs> Period. So you guys have to like that to look forward to for a yes. future episode um, for sure. <laughs> Now, let's go back to Wondering. Um, the song is incredible. It's the song that was written for Miss Darbus. Like, Ashlyn writes it for Miss Darbus. And it's kind of like this lusting for opportunities that she left um, untouched, that she didn't reach out for, that she's kind of like singing the song of like, what would my life have been if this opportunity uh, came to be? And I want to know, do you have any of those opportunities in your career that you're just like, sometimes you sit with yourself and you're like, I wonder what life would have been if this would have would have happened to me. Absolutely. I mean, I, I can I can already like look back on the opportunities that I was so close to getting but mm. didn't get. And I look back on it and I'm like, well, if I got that, would I have ever been in high school musical? Exactly. Which was like, you know, what I had been dreaming of my whole life. So I've definitely had so many moments like that. And I will continue to have moments like that because it's like, you know, it the what's it called the butterfly effect it's like yeah you know one thing that happened so long ago is is the is why things are the way they are now so yeah and i think that's it's a it's a really cool message in the song and and a cool storyline mm. to think about with miss darbus because she's mm. kind of somebody that's not really touched on a lot so <laughs> yes and like the fact that you played miss darbus was just so iconic like i just have to say that like <laughs> thank you miss <laughs> darbus was slept on in the original movies and she got her time to shine here and i was oh. like yes thank you thank you man that means a thank lot yeah you she's wonderful <laughs> for <laughs> real let's talk music because obviously we have mr joshua bassett who releases me olivia rodrigo killing the game now are you going to take a page out of their book and release your own original music? Because before you say like, oh, I don't know, because I'm sure you're going to say like, I don't know. Like, I don't, that's, I feel like that's the typical answer. Yeah. So I'm not going to say <clears throat> um, if, but rather when you release music. Mm. Um, I'm still waiting for Here We Go, which was original song that you posted on your Instagram. Oh my gosh. I'll set the stage and it was the summer of my prime. We bought a page begin once upon a time. Oh. Here we go. I send you pictures from the city that you crave. Ignore the time I bought to win this losing game. Oh, here we go. And I'm just anxious cause you're so amazing. Hold me close. Hope nothing changes cause the world is waiting. Take your throne. That's yes. so nice. Wow. I'm a stan. I am. I'm not fake here. Thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cool. How would you like to exist in the music industry if you decide to, when you decide to step in it? That's cool. That's really nice of you. Um, of course. I don't know. I think um, I've never really been, um, I wouldn't say not interested in music, but I've never really like looked at it as, as a folk, as a main focus for me or something mm -hmm. that I really like wanted to include in my career outside of like doing theater or obviously a show like this that comes yeah. with it. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't really know. I, I don't know. I guess I would, I would live in some sort of alternative pop indie world. Probably yeah. I listen to a lot of Haim and Sarah Bareilles and, Ali X and um, Aurora. So I don't know. Some I don't know. I gotta figure out my sound. Do yeah. You know Aurora? Of course I know Aurora. Oh, yes. I, 
been following Aurora since like literally the beginning. She had like 20,000 followers on Instagram mm-hmm. when I first followed her. And she's just like has been my idol since I was like 15. So that's so cool that you know who she is because I love her. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I would be really interested to exper- experiment with like, you know, that kind of genre, something yeah. weird and I don't know. But um, unique. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. I'm going to leave the music up to um, the musicians on the show for now because I need to still learn. <laughs> okay, I'm all about learning. Yes, I agree. And Stan <laughs> Olivia and, and Joshua Bassett in this house. But, however, mm-hmm. comma, a talent like yours should never be wasted. Never be oh. kept a secret. So, um, thank you. <laughs> if you need to bounce around ideas. If you need cover art, I got you. Listen, perfect. I got you. Oh, my God, perfect. Okay, great. We'll, we'll okay. link up. For sure. Well, perfect. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to play a little game that will require your phone because I'm going to DM you pictures from your Instagram. Oh, okay. So I'm going to send you pictures from your Instagram now that I think deserves a little more context because you're the queen of cryptic, cute Instagram posts. But I want to know what happened. I want to know oh, like no. how this Instagram okay. post okay. came to be. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull up my Instagram. I'm going to DM oh, I'm you nervous. on there. Okay. So I'm going to send you the first picture and you just have to give me like the context of what is going on in this picture. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm going to describe it for people listening to it. Okay. So first picture, this one, Julia is sitting in her cast chair. Um, um, And uh, it says one month, hashtag season two. What's going on there? Okay. Okay. This is a good one. Mm -hmm. So this was um, funny enough. We actually filmed episode two two before we filmed episode one for season two um this was pre-covid i don't know that's just how scheduling worked so this was um like one of our first days filming episode two and um we had cast chairs last year but they Mm -hmm. just said cast on the back they didn't have our names okay so we walked into like the first day of filming and saw our names were printed on our chairs which is a really big deal and something i had always dreamed about my whole life so Mm -hmm. i was sitting in this we were kind of all taking pictures and then um when I was choosing this picture, I saw like part of Sophia was in the corner. So I think she probably made me laugh or she was like in the picture and I like told her to get out and then laughed about it. <laughs> so, out. yeah. But I do know that Joe took this picture of me. So, yeah, that's what there's your on. context, y'all. <laughs> OK, second picture from your disposable, I believe, from uh, season one. Here is the post. Finally got my season one film developed. So many shenanigans. Stay tuned. Ooh. What was going on there? <laughs> <laughs> um, this So this was season one. Mm-hmm. Um, me, Josh, and Larry were, I guess I would say, probably the most like spontaneous out of the group last okay. year. So if anybody was down for an adventure, it was the three of us. So we probably asked everybody to hang out and they probably didn't want to go on a drive at like 11 at night or whenever this picture was taken. So we were just driving and um, this, I think we probably stopped in a parking lot to listen to music and get food and took a picture with a disposable. <laughs> I have never wanted to be a part of a group of friends more than this moment. <laughs> like the whole point of Sunset Drive was based off of when your friends come to pick you up late at night and it's like want to go grab food want to go somewhere Aww. and you yeah, just that's drive what and this listen was. to music yeah, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh you guys <laughs> yes. yeah okay next picture i think it's like self-explanatory but i just want to know like what was the event happening that day mm. yes number one on the charts number one in our hearts so 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 proud of you live the driver's license um those are cute balloons what was going on yes. there? Yes. So this was uh, probably a, a day after, two days after driver's license was released, and obviously yes. it skyrocketed to number one immediately. So, uh-huh. um, uh, picked up some balloons and we got a card from the whole cast and and took it over to her place and and surprised her just to, you know, she knows that we all support and love her, but you know, you got she, number one on the charts. You got to have giant balloons that say it. So. First single too. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm glad that she got a little like number one. Props it's crazy. To her. Amazing. So talented. Okay, this one. You might hate me for choosing this. No, one. I love it. But like, I love you. Like, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this picture just sent me into orbit. 
Oh no! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This is a this is a good one mm-hmm. to explain. Um, so this was posted on December thirty first, twenty twenty. So this was my goodbye twenty twenty post, and I just found a, a lot of pictures of me crying from the past year. I feel like we've all yeah. um, done that a lot this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So, um, funny enough, a lot of these pictures were happy tears. I remember. Um, this is so embarrassing. I'm really exposing myself, but I think this first. One, I don't know. I'll have to scroll through the post, but <laughs> but w- one of them was after Tim texted me something really nice after a day of filming Aww. and told me that he was proud of me or something like that. And I'm I'm really like sensitive, <laughs> so if you tell me like a nice thing, I'll cry. <laughs> okay, so, so your love language words of affirmation. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes, period. of course. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Of course. Of course. So, um, yeah, so actually some of these were like nice crying pictures, but um, most of them, I don't know, I feel like crying was was a, was a big theme this year. So that was my goodbye 2020 post. <laughs> so everybody sitting at home, I don't think I described this image yet. It's just uh, like a collage, uh, an exhibit, if you will, of Julia crying. And honestly, yeah. I felt that in my bones. So yeah. love, <laughs> love that. Yeah. Okay, the <laughs> next post, again, there's a little bit of context, like what's going on here? Okay. You guys are at a plaza or Oh. Mhm. look at my friends. Yes. Um so this was a photo dump November and December. So this was um somewhere in Salt Lake City that was pretty s- close to where a lot of us were living. So mm. we couldn't really do a lot of indoor activities, so we kind of did a lot of walking around this past year is kind of like our way to hang out outside of work Mm -hmm. so um yeah this was just a night after work and i think this is just the people that were available to hang out love Um, yeah just us everybody's so cute so cute now this post this is not instagram post but this post took over tiktok and it is my favorite thing that has ever come out of tiktok during quarantine it is this little TikTok. Um, you'll see it. You know exactly what I'll, I'll mean. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. This TikTok. Uh, so this was. So this was just a just a girl sleepover. Yeah. Like truly just this was the beginning of filming season two pre COVID. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we need a girl's night. Yeah. So this was the result. And I never, I mean, I think we made this, the TikTok on either, I think it's on Sophia's TikTok. I think TikTok, it's on Sophia's, so yeah. She's got, you know, she's got a big audience. So mm-hmm. I knew it was being like, going to be, you know, seen See. by a large audience. Us just like hanging out at a sleepover. But this TikTok lives on to this day. And it's so crazy to me because we were literally just like, I mean, I mean, we have hot Cheetos in, in a wine glass in the in the TikTok. Like, we're just, I don't know what we were doing. So... Oh. <laughs> It's fantastic. Like, yeah. And then that took over because everybody was making their own version of like, do I look fat? Only 20 pounds yeah. overweight. And I was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So good. Thank and, you. <laughs> and the last post, which I live for, is this one. If it will send. Oh, thank you. Yes, I lived. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. Was this um, a pride? Yeah, this was this was my pride post this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just um, I don't know. It's been uh, I don't know. I think it's always really cool to just be outspoken and queer and proud. And we're here. We're yeah. queer. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And I always, I think I always had this like vision of holding up the flag like this. And I have a really cool friend named Bree in Utah who takes cool pictures. And so she she got together with me and took that. So the picture was fierce. The yeah. outfit was fierce. The hair was fierce. Thank you. Was fierce. Yeah, that's a 10 in my book. I liked it. Thank I liked you it three so times. much. Of course. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking on that, you know, you're very outspoken about being queer, which I don't think gets talked about enough because like I think we need to have those conversations. And I think it's super important whenever I see a queer girl out there killing it. I just, I, I live my fantasy, you know? And High School Musical, <laughs> the musical, the series uh, has won a GLAAD award, which I'm assuming means a lot to you, um, of course. Um, and I love that High School Musical is a show that not only celebrates queer storylines, but also celebrates queer actors because um, we get overlooked sometimes, guys, and it hurts our feelings. So what does that mean to you to be kind of like 
outspoken about and kind of be like alternative and march to your own beat of your own drum and be so outspoken about it um and and portray this character that's like straight from all we know because she might she might be something else but you know how is that like for you to kind of step into that space and be so open about it yeah thank you so much that means a lot of course it's it's, it's really cool and and i'm you know so grateful for disney that we're given the opportunity to tell stories like this mm -hmm. because um i mean even like I mean, we're the same age, even our generation, like I didn't see a lot of shows that had queer storylines growing up or, mm -hmm. you know, looked up to actors that were openly queer in, in their everyday lives. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think, I think, um, our generation is, is really cool and fierce and outspoken. And, um, I think it's only our duty and our right to, to portray that as, as actors in the real world and show, you know, the unapologetic free mm -hmm. speaking, you know, worlds that we should all live in. So, um, yeah, so it's been really cool. And to also watch, you know, like my friends play queer characters on, on a screen that they would have loved to see growing up mm -hmm. is so rewarding. Yeah. And, you know, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really amazing. And, um, I, yeah. And I, and I hope that, that, you know, someone can look at it and, and, and live more out more freely or more outspoken than they did before after watching us. So if, if we're doing that, then, then that's like the whole goal. And yeah. And she looks fierce doing so. So <laughs> yes, thank you. If you can advocate for something and look like that doing it, let me just put a bra on and a mesh top. To, <laughs> you know, go off, uh, please. Thank you. I'll try. Please. I'll try. Yeah. So in through theater kid fashion, we have to talk about Broadway right now. Obviously, it is shut down. Um, mm -hmm. But this was not even like in my script. I just want to know, like, what are your favorite Broadway shows? Like, what would you like Ooh. to be in? What are we bopping to right now? Um, mm. Sell me the fantasy. Okay. Well, I feel like I've said this before, but I like most recently the show that I like fell in love with like over the last couple of years was called Lizzie the musical and it's the Ooh. story of Lizzie Borden which is like this true horror story mm -hmm. um that has been turned into a four four person all female um rock opera and um it has not been on Broadway yet and I feel like they were about to go on Broadway right before COVID happened but I would love to be in that show that has like, if anything is on, like I want on my horizon, it's mm. something to do with that. Um, that would be super cool. But, um, but also I, I fell in love with six, the musical right before Broadway shut down. So I didn't get to see it, which I would have loved to, but hopefully it'll come back. And the music in that is just amazing. amazing. Clearly, clearly I'm a fan of all female rock pop. As shows. we all should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Broadway, pick up the phone, Julia Lester. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank very you much. Broadway. <laughs> Thank you, Broadway. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with the six because obviously I love them, but they took Waitress's Pot at the Brooks Atkinson Theater, and I'm just not oh, over it yet. really? They did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so we love we love six, but I have a little yeah, bit of like... Yeah, I didn't know that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, theater <laughs> kids, we get attached to mm. anything. Um, so yeah. before we go, because obviously you're booked and busy, you're out there, you're doing what you need to do, <laughs> um, doing the interviews, promoting the show. Before I let you go, a random question that I got was, who is on your top five artists on Spotify? Oh, um, well, I can already predict mm -hmm. that um olivia rodrigo will probably be number one yeah. for my 2021 wrap that's okay. just already a given but um i think i said before like so much sarah Bareilles, mm -hmm. like so much sarah Bareilles. Mm -hmm. um ali x who i'm obsessed with her Ooh. album cape god was like literally five my top five on spotify rap this year was five songs from that album oh so um her I would say Aurora. I would mm -hmm. say Haim, mm -hmm. um, which I just found out is two syllables. They say Haim, not Haim. Oh. I saw a TikTok where they were pronouncing their own name. I know, mind blown. I owe people so, apologies. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to like say it right because yeah. like I've been corrected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Haim. And then um, who else do I love? Oh, I recently got into Dua Lipa. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I love Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa can kick me across the face. Like, I... No, literally, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She is magnificent. Mm -hmm. So that's been that's been a new discovery, like, within the last couple months, actually, of mine. 
That's amazing. Come on, Dula Peep. I, I when <laughs> Wendy Williams Dula called her Dula Peep, it sent me into orbit. Um, come on, Wendy Williams. Well, I all right. love her. Well, we have to wrap up this episode. This is so much fun. I always uh, want everybody to listen to the show and feel like they made a friend of whoever we have on. I hope you feel like you made a friend in me. I feel like I made a friend in you. People at home made a friend in Julia. That's always Aww. the hope. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It was a great one. Um, don't forget, High School Musical, the musical, the series is out May 14th. Make sure you go check it out. It's out every Friday after that. Um, so make sure you're out for that all summer. I'm Anthony Smith. And I'm Julia Lester. Yes, and this has been Sunset Drive. <laughs> <Yay>! Yes! <laughs> Next week on Sunset Drive, the musical, the series. <laughs> Wait, no pitch correction? No pitch correction! Uh, no! It's out there and we got another nasty coming on season two. Um, <laughs> ruffling some, fe some feathers. The game, yes. Another game. Another, another game. game. Hair, glitter, Destiny's Child. Yeah! I can't give away too much about the love thing. Exactly, as Nikki said, if you are a strong woman, you need a strong person beside you. And that's on what? That's on Pat! Yes! <laughs>